0: As a brewer, you have to be passionate, you have to be uh, a nerd in beer. Yeah. You need to be starting and always looking for perfection. It's hard, but I think that's the, that's the, the soul of beer.
1: Welcome to the Craft Beer Travel and Adventure Podcast with Living a Stout Life. This is where we sit down with creative thinkers, on the road adventurers, and craft beer lovers. Your host Ken and April, live, work, and travel in a 24-foot RV in search of inspiring stories around a great beer. Hola, bienvenidos a Cervecerías de artesinal de Medellín. Sí. Who knows, sí. Sí. who knows if I said that right? But Hola, amigos. <laughs> Let me translate, y'all understood, I'm pretty sure, but hello, you know, welcome. To craft breweries in Medellin in Colombia.
2: Yeah, yeah, I'm excited for this because this is like a whole new territory for us. I mean well, maybe not totally, because I guess we have done breweries outside of the US before. We did some in Baja.
1: We did some in Baja, we did some in Mazatlan. So we did some. Oh that's
2: true, we did Maz I forget. Man, we we have done some cool
1: did some in Mexico Light Baja. We did some in mainland Mexico, Mazatlan. Um, True. We have not done podcasts in um, Thailand, but we, no, Singapore, but we did visit a brewery in Singapore, mm-hmm. so it's not really new.
2: No, but it's kind of cool. I mean, I had a really great time exploring the breweries. Just finding the breweries in, in Medellin could be a little bit of a challenge because, um, you know, one, language barrier, two, they didn't seem to be able to find them the same way we're used to looking for them here in these states it's because a lot uh, of their
1: breweries are listed (laughs) as we'll go to that in a second but a lot (laughs) of their breweries are listed as breweries but then you try to find them and it turns out they're not a tap room and maybe it's a brewery because you find like a home address so
2: yeah. And there were a lot of businesses there labeled as breweries that weren't even necessarily breweries. They were more just bars. Um, I think that happens here too. Yeah. Though, but like,
1: I think it's also just because like Google Maps here and Apple Maps here are pretty well formulated and defined as to what businesses are. So you can almost yeah. always like rely on that. But in a different country, such as Colombia and in the city Medellin, um, it's not as well like. Reli as much reliable to find them than that way it's more like talk to the people when you get there and they'll tell you exactly where to go and then you'll find some really cool breweries yeah
2: well and i think some of it is that language barrier and terminology and yeah you know figuring it cuz you know all this stuff is usually owner or user generated you have to submit yourself to these maps and things so like if your language isn't english first but google maps or Apple Maps or whatever you're using, the end user is trying to use it in English. It's like you may not list your brewery the same in English as somebody who English is their first language would.
1: Lost in translation.
2: Exactly. That's a good way to, that's a better way to put it. More concise
1: than my long-winded You know what? So even if you have no plans to travel to Medellin, Colombia anytime soon, or some of the locals actually say Medellin. However you want to say it. But even if you have no plans to travel to Colombia or anywhere anytime soon, or or maybe if you do, this is a cool little um, start of our series of podcasts with a few breweries in Mm Medellin, but it's cool to listen to it just because it's interesting to, like we said, like figure out how you're talking across different languages, the different cultures and how different like um, breweries function and work. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it in 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 our true form and fashion it is kind of a typical podcast for us. We love to talk about the stories behind the breweries,
0: mm-hmm. and so
1: we still do that. And but like I said, it's in a different country, so there's definitely a different, a few different questions that we ask and things oh, yeah. that we get into. So well,
2: yeah, and and you know everywhere you're at is in a different stage of the craft beer scene or whatever. Like the U.S. It's very very developed, like well developed, mm-hmm. overdeveloped maybe, but. A lot of other places, depending on where you're at, craft beer might be kind of new. Medien is one of those places where craft beer is somewhat new. Probably. You know, I've mean, been there for a few years, what but, did we say, like but 10? there's not like that. There, There's no like, you know, new Belgium from the 90s in Medien. There's nothing like that there.
1: What did we say? Like, they're probably like 10, 15 years behind. Yeah I would
2: think at least that yeah, 10 to 15 years and I don't mean that in quality because there's a lot of good quality beer down there Um, it's just for me it was fun to see that because it's in a historical way like it's a newer scene for them and the brewers there are really pushing to work with other brewers in the area to make the craft beer scene a big deal in Medellin and they're doing things like Trying to come up with a a beer style or a you know kind of a their own niche that says Columbia or says Medellin you know like a beer that that people go oh that's a Medellin beer or that's a Colombian beer and things like that and and that excitement is fun for me because mm-hmm. it's that new we're making things happen we're breaking ground you know it's really fun it's fun to watch and I love the enthusiasm and it just adds a vibrance to the whole scene of a city that is already pretty vibrant in a lot of ways culturally true
1: yeah so while we will actually be posting a podcast um soon about Medellin in general because we want to do that because there's so much in this city of like four million people
2: well and we spent a whole month down there we yeah. we actually rented a room and lived in Medellin for a month so i feel like we got a good feel for what the culture is like there and And what's going on. And we weren't just touristing through and and not just hitting the beer beer scene, too. Although that was obviously a big focal point. We do
1: have a whole um, blog post that you can find in our show notes Mm -hmm. um, about like all the things you need to know about Medellin before you go. And there's more blog posts coming too, as well as more podcasts coming about Medellin. Mm-hmm. So again, it's just if you're looking to get into a different place for a little bit of time in a different culture, Medellin, we kind of recommend that. It's pretty cool. Totally. And then, so this one though is focused on old brother, mm-hmm. Cerveza Artesanal, which basically means craft brewery. Um, and it's on old brother, which he'll, well, that Julian, who we interviewed, there's two brothers and a dog, basically. There's mm-hmm. a joke there somewhere, right? What do you get when you cross two brothers and a dog in a brewery together or something like that? Old brother. old brother. And he'll <laughs> tell the story behind the name because the name is actually Swedish, not Spanish. but we'll mm. let you we'll let him tell the story. And it's just it was really fun talking to Julian because his passion oh, about yeah. both like, Colombian beer and like beer in general is um, really infectious it was kind of cool he mentions passions a lot passion a lot and he even talked a lot about that but I loved it and then just to get you kind of intrigued too he didn't even like beer when he first started brewing he just really loved the process of it
2: right because he comes from an engineering background so that you know there is something there because there's a lot of people in brewing that come from kind of an engineering or that Mm -hmm. kind of background and I think just love the process, the science of it and everything and how it comes together. But then they're also enamored with the art of it too. Cause there's, it's not just a one, two, three, and you get this, yeah. you know, it's not always a plus B equals C sometimes a plus B equals Y. So I think there's that intrigue for somebody yeah. with, with an engineering mind they're creative we, but also love the process
1: well we even asked him too, like if you don't like beer how do you know if the beer was good and his answer was quite fun and hilarious so you just have to listen <laughs> for that answer i thought that was kind of cool too um because he does like beer now but oh totally so it's really
2: cool <laughs> okay so enough of our yakking we probably went on long enough and so with that we should probably just let julian talk a little bit so here is julian from old brother
1: all right are we ready are you ready yeah. Are you excited? Well, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited too. I was always already telling myself, slow down, because yes. I speak way fast. Yeah.
2: <laughs> she speaks very fast. And that's probably not good when English isn't your first language.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so can we start, can we pick up, we have um, a beautiful flight of beer here. Do you call them flights? Or do you call them sampler?
0: Yeah, we, we call samplers or flies too, but okay. the people may uh, not don't, don't understand with the fly. It's more sample or here in Spanish. Catas. 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 Okay. Catas. Okay.
1: Okay. So I think in the beginning, well, okay, where are we first? Kenny you should say, <laughs> or maybe you yeah. should say where we are.
0: Okay, I'm I'm Julian. I'm here from Medellin. Uh, a craft brewer, a passionate brewer, I think. Always learning. Uh, I work in beer with my little brother. Mm-hmm. He's not here, but uh, it's in my heart, <laughs> in my brother's heart. Uh, what, what kind of thing can I say about Mian Brewery? Uh, okay, we, we start brew in 2016. 2016.
1: And the brewery's name is Old Brother?
0: The name is Old Brother, uh, from the Swedish. It means something like beer brothers or beer brotherhood, okay? And that's because we are that. We are two brothers, uh, two blood brothers, and beer brothers, uh, brewing some kind of crazy beers. <laughs>
1: crazy beers. Yeah. Okay, we have some crazy beers in front of us
0: too. <laughs> yeah, I we think.
2: actually do. Uh, so, Wait so, for,
1: wait, so for, for our listeners who don't know geography, which shame on you, but Medellin <laughs> is in Colombia, um, and if you don't know geography at all, you should, you better know this, Colombia is in South America, like our listeners better know that.
0: Yeah, should, <laughs> sure. yeah, which, that's okay.
1: But Medellin is also, did you say it's in the state, uh, it's called States in Antioquia?
0: Antioquia, I in the state's name.
1: Yes, yeah. really cool. Okay. But we're excited to be here talking about beer in Colombia. Yeah, and you were going to say something.
2: Uh, no, I was just gonna say that it's been interesting. We've been in Medellin for a little while, a few weeks now, and the beer, the craft beer here, is covers a very wide range. Like some beer is like, eh, it's okay, and and some breweries stick to very basic things. Yeah. But you're a brewery, like you said, that does some crazy things and fun things, and you try, it, you take chances.
0: Yeah, we. When we started to brew beer, we, okay, in, in fact, actually, I didn't like beer when I started. <laughs> when you started brewing beer, you still didn't like beer at that point? Exactly. I, wow. didn't, I didn't like beer. <laughs> uh, I if, if I hang out with my friends, uh, maybe I, I ask for lemonade or <laughs> soda, something well, like so that. Oh, so you didn't
1: drink really alcohol either
0: I I liked distilled alcohol distilled okay. whiskey uh, runes. but I, I didn't like beer I don't know why so as a personal challenge I started to, to brew because I love the process yeah. I am a free engineer uh, okay. I I knew the process of a uh, USA brewery. Uh, the I can't say the name. Brewing, uh, the,
1: the, br- the brewing br- br- process. process. Yeah. Oh, the like the, the, brewing, the brewing process, process the yeah, and
0: fermentation. But uh, so, so I so I bought some malt, some hops, uh, some yeast. I don't know what kind of hops or malt or uh, <laughs> I bought. Uh, And the process, uh, I I fell in love with the process, okay? Okay. When I obtained my first beer, I don't know in this moment what kind of beer, what style of beer I brew in this time. When I obtained my first beer, uh, I said, oh my god, I am able of brewing beer. This kind of beer is beautiful, so clear, blonde, with a beautiful foam. So I want to experiment, to try another kind of things with fruits, with spices, with herbs. So it began to... to So I have a question though. So if
2: you didn't drink beer before you started brewing beer, how did you know
0: it was good or bad? Because it liked me. (laughs) Because it liked you? Yeah. (laughs) I like that. Yeah, yes. So I, I, I started to... Buy uh, some import beers, okay. Belgian beers, mm-hmm. mainly. And in fact, we love Belgian styles, so uh, I think we were uh, a bit there, a bit daring, uh, trying to to brew Belgian beers. We started seriously uh, brewing Belgian triple. Okay. Belgian triple. And beyond, uh, Flanders Red Ale.
1: Okay. Flanders
0: Red Ale. A very hard style to brew. Yes.
1: I mean, go big or go home, that's what we say, (laughs) right?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yes. But then we we moved on to beer styles that allow us to step-by-step study. Yeah, Mm. Something like, uh, if I remember, the, the English beaters, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. then uh, American pale ale, okay. then, uh, Bel- no Belgian blonde, now, American blonde.
1: Okay. So uh, you
0: started brewing beers that
2: were not very complex, but they took a very specific process. Exactly. And... There, you couldn't make a lot of mistakes, or or it would show up very quickly. I was fascinated
0: with IPAs. IPAs, yeah. Ipas. <laughs> I, have to,
1: I think everybody you love that I term.
0: <laughs> no? We first Colombia. heard that in Mexico.
2: Okay. They, they, a lot of people there call them IPAs. Yeah, but because that's how you
0: pronounce it in Spanish. Yes. Know, so the IPAs or people <laughs> And some people here say that. Yeah, I I, I think here in Latin America. Everybody loves uh, IPAs, but when, when I knew it, I, I, I tried IPAs from mm, Russian River, oh. mm-hmm. Dogfish Head, and... Oh wow, you went right to the top.
2: Um, talking with other beer drinkers um, around Medellin, I think a lot of people... Descri- I've heard one person in particular, of, uh, a guy we met at Bipolar, Yeah. Um, just a drinker and he described most of the Colombian beers as suave
0: okay soft soft beers
2: yeah as far as like even the IPA's are a good example he said they're kind of soft compared to like Russian River or dogfish head you know those are very in your face bold really loud beers yeah very aggressive beers and most of the beers here are not very aggressive
1: but i think even the ones and that n-
2: they're not bad i'm just saying a different approach to it no I'm but saying. i think
1: what you're even trying to say is it doesn't have to be one of those big bold flavored beers what i think the guy was trying to say with suave or soft was that even the lighter beers like the blondes or the ones that don't kick you in the ass <laughs> they still have this like like a Soft, almost lackluster kind of thing to them.
2: Yeah, but somewhat.
1: Not, but yeah. So do you, were you asking like what you thought about that?
2: Um, I'm just saying that's what I've kind of noticed in some of the, some of the beers here. But then like we came here, and it's like whoa, these are great beers. this uh, is thank you. <laughs> because you have a lot of flavor in your beers. There's just a lot of, it's vibrancy is what I would say, and I don't know if that word translates very well to Spanish, vibrancy, but um, it's just full of flavor, full of life, very um, like crisp is a good way, I think, to put it.
0: Um, okay, I'm glad to, to hear that. But <laughs> Thank you.
1: Do you think that's from like your engineer and science background that you did that, plus your self-challenge to make those beers
0: it can be because of my my engineering i don't know but i think it's more for passion since passion and and i don't know i think i usually i usually told my talk to my customers and i it's a it's a it's a beer topic with my my beer friends that the craft brewer, the craft brewer has to be a passionate person, and passion includes study, uh, The capable of, of uh, be strong, be strong because people will try your beer, and some people will say, uh, no, I don't like. It's a, a strong beer, or you. Know, that flavor is so weird for me. I don't know. And definitely, you have to be so sincere with yourself and try your beer. Think about it. How to? How can I? Uh, how can I be brewing with better techniques, with better ingredients? And other thing is. At least for us, as beer brothers, we need to, or we have to, to explore a lot of styles. Beer is okay. not only with color. Here, uh, we have a lot of customers. I want a blonde beer, because blonde are soft. <laughs> we, okay. we, we want a red beer because red is more, it has more flavor. Yes. More malt, more No, uh, I don't like uh, black beers because black beers are stronger. So I try to to educate people about. No, blonde okay. beers, not not all blonde beers are stronger. Okay? Are blonde beers uh, soft? Are blonde beers with a lot of hop okay. or, or a lot of alcohol like hechicero? Mm-hmm. For example. Si.
1: Speaking of Hechicero.
0: Yeah. okay, Hechicero. was one of the first beers. This was one of the first beers you made, yeah, Hechicero. In fact, Hechicero Chisato won won the, the first place in a uh, in, uh, in the first uh, craft beer festival here in Medellin.
1: When was that? That was in two thousand and sixteen.
0: In two thousand and sixteen,
1: that was yeah. the first craft beer yeah. festival, yeah. And then you won it. Yes. nice so job
2: in 2016,
1: how many breweries were around Medellin? Like, I would say, how about, how
0: about this? A maybe. little bit, not
1: so. How many breweries were around with the Tapu?
0: Okay, that, that's, oh. the, the number that's is different. Big right, different. Yeah, the number probably. is different because brewer, breweries in, in that time, were, we were like maybe, in a, in a serious way, maybe like nine or 10 breweries small breweries, serious breweries where that was your
1: business. Yeah. Yeah. Okay.
0: But in top room in tap room uh, were fewer, like maybe 5, 6 craft breweries Medellin in taps.
1: Okay. And then how about now compared to now? How would you say like with a tap room like yours now, old brother?
0: Okay. Breweries with tap room maybe like in 10 or 12. Okay. 10 or 12. But there are other brewers that have a brewery with, n- with n- no taproom but they are selling in bottles or cans. They distribute yeah. to
1: other places. How many of those do you think there are that are serious breweries? They have the brew houses but they don't exactly. have a taproom. Yeah.
0: So, yeah. I, in, in this moment, uh, there are a lot Maybe here in, in Medellin, like, like 20, 25.
1: Okay. Because okay. it did, like, double then.
0: Yeah. Right.
2: And then there's, what I found interesting here in Medellin is there's also kind of a middle ground there, a middle space, where some of those breweries that don't have a tap room do have a shared space, um, like, in a place and the one place we went was called Foxy, Foxy Foxy Pub, which has, it's kind of, I'm going to say this for the audience probably more than for you, but in the United States we have things called food courts, Yeah. so where a lot of restaurants come together in one spot and kind of share a space, but they each have their own restaurant within that space, and Foxy is kind of like that for some of these brewers where they have their own taps there, but they make their beer at their brewery which doesn't have a taproom. Some of them. I think there was maybe just one that has their own tap room that's in Foxy too, which was Libre. Yeah. I think Libre ha- we, Libre has their own, but I think all yeah. the others were just
1: at Foxy, right? Yeah. Like in the craft beer world in the state in the United States, if you're a brewery, you have a tap room. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Almost like, every brewery.
1: There's not that difference. Yeah. yeah. For the most part,
0: I, I think here in, in, in Colombia uh, it's a difficult thing to have a brewery and then you have a taproom. Yes, because about uh, all the investment in, in, in the business, uh, for, uh, besides the, the, all the little things you have to, to, to have in order set your business. Yeah. I think the second thing, all the things about uh, laws are the more difficult to, to have. So, if you have a, a brewery then it, and you have a tap room, it's because you have a very good beer that will be selling one another time, again and again. And that's the, the success of the business. In this moment, maybe you have a, col- a collaborative—I know this is word—but collaborative place mm-hmm. like Foxy, like Foxy, and that's a cool a strategy to promote the beer culture.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay.
0: But we back again on, on this topic. As a brewer, you have to be passionate. You have to be. Uh, a nerd in beer. Yeah, you need to be staying and I don't know, always looking for perfection. It's hard, but I think that's the, the the soul of beer.
1: Yeah. So that may be the soul of beer, but what about the soul of traveling? So, are you a traveler? A wannabe traveler? Or just want to get away for a long weekend of fun and making connections and lifelong friendships then you've got to check out camp carpe diem an adult camp meant to build connections have fun over a long weekend in beautiful kalispell montana september 28th through october 1st Our base camp campground is Rocky Mountain High RV Park and Campground and we are super stoked to have you guys join us for this long weekend of mountain biking, hiking, craft breweries, uh, photography lessons, RV travel sessions, campfires, and so much more. So sign up today and don't forget to use our code MontanaCCD for $15 off the ticket price. We're stoked to have you. Get ready for the coolest adult camp ever. Get ready to build lifelong friendships and make connections that will last forever dot com. link is in the show notes see you there now back to the show and that's what makes your beer good so i want to go back to hechicera because it's a group beer right okay <laughs> Can tell like i would say most of our listeners know what a group beer is but some of them are just typical consumers and they just like the taste of beer yes. so what is a group beer
0: okay that's a frequent uh, question
1: uh-huh. yeah.
0: with that with that beer. Hechicero is a gruit beer. It's a beer, or gruit mm-hmm. is another word. Uh, Groot or gruit is is a, a mix of spices, herbs that we use to to give flavor, aromas, and um, a lot of bitterness. And a very special thing, conservation, because hops in beer is a natural preservative. Yeah. Once my my brother Andres and me we were trying to design a a different beer, now hops beer. Uh, so we decided to to take some plants we have in, in our house. Okay. Some <laughs> spices. Are they
1: special plants? <laughs> no. <laughs>
2: Not a cannabis. So
0: <laughs> no in fact. We we were we were in a, in a study process with the with the University of Antioquia here and we we started to to study how from spices and herbs we 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 could obtain a, a a good beer, yes, because it's it's not easy. It take it took us like two years wow. to to define what kind of spices, what kind of herbs, and what and, and the amounts we need to use to have this et
1: but a groot, groot beer, too, does not have hops? No hops. No hops. How do you no. say hops in Spanish?
0: Lupulo. 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 I'm going to remember that. <laughs> lupulo. Lupulo. <laughs> no lupulo.
1: Yeah, no hops. Yeah, uh, it's just those herbs.
0: That, and that's, the, that's, the, that's the essence of, of, of Groot beers. Mm-hmm. Groot beers uh, has not hops in this, the hot side, the cold side, no, no hops. I would say a group beer is very much like a an old style.
2: Like it, it goes maybe it goes back to the roots of beer when you know maybe they didn't people didn't even know what hops were at one point. They just used different spices.
0: Yeah. And yeah. they
2: didn't even know what yeast was yet and you're still they were still making a beer. Yeah. A little different than
0: what we know of as today, but it's it's like it's like to take a look in the the past because before 1560 1516 with the in in Germany in Germany the the Brewers uh, didn't use the the hops right
1: that's yes that's true hop
0: I I think I once read about Low, uh, uh and hops were like uh, something like a political ingredient. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah,
0: controversy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So so each each brew house has a special beer because they use a special group special mix, an exclusive mix.
1: Okay, that make sense. Okay, you just recently released a Cuatro Patas, yes. which is four paws, correct? Yeah. Before we get to the actual beer of Cuatro Patas, which is a quad, correct. yes, <laughs> which <laughs> means Belgian. big beer, yeah, and a Belgian, but it's that's also a lot of your names, too, like Perro Negro, right? Uh, it's, it's Forastero. Forastero. See, like, you have, like, pictures of these dogs playing poker, like something you'd expect in a bar, but where do the dogs come from? All the yeah. tap handles
0: are dogs. For those that all all about our brewery is around the uh, dogs. Because, dogs and brothers. Yeah, <laughs> something like that. <laughs> but it's because uh, twelve years ago, I found in the street in, in a town in a town called Barbosa, a town of Barbosa. I I found uh, a little dog. Oh. Yeah, it, so. She was a black dog. Okay. Black dog. Uh, That's because the name of Perro Negro, black dog.
1: Right?
0: Yeah.
2: That's her beer. Yeah.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So, So we decided to include her. Her name was Duna. To include her in the beer brotherhood. We are three brothers, two brothers making beer, brewing beer. But we need a, a very good image, a very good logo type, a very good graphic for yeah. beers, so we decided to include Duna. Duna is our logo uh, and all the beers. Uh, all the beers has a name with with the uh, with dog things. Yeah. Uh, a dog characteristic. For example, uh, so is a red IPA. Yeah, mm-hmm. very so, good red IPA, by the
2: way. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I love it.
0: It's a it's a red IPA, uh, and we look for a good name that uh, our story, a story, uh, uh, a hound, a hound dog, looking for hops
1: <laughs> for the beer. Yeah,
0: very good. No. for was something like renegades, something like that. I don't know. Are, are two dogs. They are two dogs that stole all the hops from USA and <laughs> uh, yeah, and another country. And they used use the hops for the American IPA, for example. Okay. Yeah? Okay. So each beer has a story with dogs
2: love
1: that idea. Each brewery, yeah, breweries have stories, like, brewers have stories, everybody has a story, and yeah. there's usually stories behind the beer, too, and where those ideas yeah. come from. That's what we like about well, the beer, too.
2: That's a very craft beer thing, too, is to find connections all over. Like, you, you do a great job with your beers being, one, very good beers, but you also have to give people a connection, I think, and I think that's, a, dogs are a great way To make a connection, you know, most people love dogs. And then you have developed these great stories that tie into the names. And, like, that, I think, mentally makes people connect to you and your beers and your brewery. So I think it's great marketing. It's a great marketing lesson for anyone, let alone a brewery. Especially
1: when it started from the heart and then became the marketing. And not like, okay, we need a marketing tactic. (laughs) But it started from the heart. I like that. Yeah. (laughs)
0: We, we we are back again on, on this topic passion. Uh-huh. Passion. Mm-hmm. I think craft beer is a hard work. People don't yeah. think so. People uh, people think ah oh, you're a brewery. They, you think so, it's uh, a, a glorified star. Star. Yeah. Yeah.
1: beautiful job. Yeah,
0: you're a rock star. All you're doing is cleaning. <laughs> <laughs> yes, lots of yes. <laughs> <laughs> I I always invite people. Okay, you can be cleaning in my my plant production right now. <laughs> But, but I I love this I love this work That's until good. last good. year I was a teacher I quit as a teacher because I love to be a brewer.
1: We've had similar stories of teachers <laughs> quitting to be brewers. Yeah. What did you teach?
0: I was teaching food processing.
1: Okay, at a, at the university or
0: something like that. It was a secondary school. Okay, a high school mm-hmm. with uh, with. Techniques. Okay. Uh, uh, technique in, in food processing. So I was okay. teaching uh, about food processing. Uh, everything that about. Goes food. right
1: along, kind of, with the beer too, though. So that, it
0: sounds like that
2: would be a school that's to get people ready for a job.
0: Yeah. So we, it. we would call
2: them in the United States. A lot of times, that would be called a vocational school. Or something. So food. you're learning yeah. for your
0: vocation, your job. The, all the students were in the in uh, the contrary schedule. Uh, uh, for example, they were studying uh, in a normal high school in the morning, so in the afternoon they were yeah. to the vocational right. school. Right, that's
1: exactly okay. what that is. Yeah, that's that cool. very do, similar. Do you miss that with the students?
0: Uh, th- a- that's uh, a crazy thing because yes, uh, I I I miss them. I miss the school, I miss the laboratory, uh, everything, but I can't deny I love all all around the beer. Yeah, yeah.
1: but now you have students that you get to educate on, like, hechicero, <laughs> the green yes, beer, or, yes. yeah, or, like, not all black, you know, dark beers are
0: in, in fact, cold.
1: You could like it without having it to be yeah. 10%. Yeah. <laughs>
0: in fact, once a month, we're we starting to to educate people with with uh, with a fly session, yeah, right. uh-huh. we we call it Katas or brother. Here, okay. people come to learn or first to try, then to learn some about beers.
1: You also, so this is something that's unique too, probably because you are in uh, like this kind of not really touristy but touristy but also like these digital nomads actually why we're here like digital nomads and we wanted to explore a new country you also have things here here in old brother but also in other places uh, like language exchange where you people get together to kind of practice language i've never seen that really in the united states and they should
2: yeah that's I mean, that specifically, yeah. language exchange is not common in the United States at breweries, but I think it would be something that would be cool to yeah.
1: do. So maybe you um, have, like, given us some ideas
2: to start. <laughs> okay, no I think that'd <laughs> be great. I love the idea, like, you operate, I don't, have you been to the United States? No. No? No. So where, where do your ideas about how a brewery works and how, and, like, having events and all these, like having the language exchange and teaching people about beers having the katas and things where does that side of you come from Does it did you travel to other places that had breweries like that that you kind of take ideas from or i don't know if i was clear on how what okay. i was asking there but
0: okay the i think from that idea has come from from the talk talking with with other breweries from other countries for example uh, like two months ago we have here two brewers from from Sweden okay yeah, no, yeah. so we were talking about beers uh, techniques but I was so interested in, about all the events with music with culture they they for example were talking about in the tap room like uh underground tabroom they have a monthly they have a event with with local writers mm-hmm. yeah. so and painters too yeah. so they open the tabroom as a art gallery wow That's a a good idea I don't know yeah maybe we have a an attempt to do it, but it maybe works, maybe not, but no, it, it 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 can work for us. I love art, so I okay. think it can work. Uh, the other thing is because uh, I I love to read. There are very good bloggers in the web uh, about craft beers around the world, so we can find we could find something about what kind of things. Uh, the London pubs are offering to people different of beer. Mm-hmm. What is happening in the United States, what is happening in Australia, what is happening here in Latin America. So I, I, I will be collecting all the kind of ideas and trying to, to adapt it.
1: How do you do all of that, like bring the world into you here, but also still keep it a distinctive like Colombian style and flair and flavor? Because I can tell you as us traveling, I can go to an American brewery anytime, right? And yeah, we do expect like the beers to be good and maybe, and we're talking yeah. like American beers are like the top notch. Like we learned Americans, oh, well, the States. like. They learn from other people too. Like we're not the top notch of everything like that, but you want to go? No, we we do not invent. We copied
2: it off other people too. So we're not
1: the big kids (laughs) in the block, really, in the United States. But like, how do you? You know, I want to. It's great to go into a brewery and have the good beer, but you also you're in a different country. So how do you keep that that uniqueness to it while also bringing the world?
0: I don't know. I think it's a difficult thing. (laughs) Yes. In fact, we we have a a brewers a craft brewers met uh, two weeks ago. We were talking about that okay. because because, for example, uh, Brazil has uh, the Catalina sour. and That's a very unique beer. It's because of fruits and a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we and we were asking, well, how how. C- how can we maybe design a a unique style of beer that you you can you could have a, a very unique experience with Colombian ingredients? And I don't know. I don't know how, bad it's Co- so it's so hard.
1: Coffee somewhere? <laughs> All the different fruits.
2: There's a lot of yeah. I think there are a lot things.
0: of options because.
2: Like, you have fruits here that are only grown here. Like, passion fruits uh, are very I common prefer, here.
0: I prefer fruits and, yeah. and the herbs and the spices instead of coffee. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love coffee, but I don't know. Coffee is, a, coffee is an ingredient that is traveling abroad. Uh, I don't know. It's so probably
2: hard to make that unique because yes. it's been done so much. Yes. Okay. And people from all over the world get coffee.
0: Most of the coffee
2: in the world comes from Colombia
0: and yes. and places like and, that. So and we have to perfection the basic styles of beer. If you if you don't have a a very not a very good but a decent beer, so that's a question. How can you brew a Colombian beer? A very Colombian beer. Mm-hmm. I think it's hard. I think it's
1: hard. I see it happen. Yeah. Will.
2: well with some of the ingredients some of the ingredients the the vegetables and the spices and things you grow here fruits are difficult to get in many other countries I, I, at least i know in the united states yes it's just cuz it's too expensive it's, to to get them kind of being funny across now. the world has
1: anyone ever tried enough. an avocado
0: here <laughs> avocado Avocates. <beer>. Uh, avocat- <laughs> It's
1: Probably nothing I,
0: oils. I i wrote, I read about uh, an American pele with avocado in California. Okay.
1: okay I, think.
0: Yeah, I don't know, but it was like a bomb beer. Well, uh, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> sounds a little odd. It sounds <laughs> a little <laughs> odd. Like
1: we tried to brew a beer with nopali
0: okay. I don't know. I Cactus
1: I, paddle? Did, no. Didn't don't, work. No. Did not work. <laughs>
0: I don't know. I, I prefer fruits, spices, and herbs, but <laughs> it's a uh, step-by-step. I don't know.
1: Yeah.
0: Maybe a guanao and a beer.
1: Which is yeah, beer and all the flavors, and we got sidetracked as we usually do when we're doing our podcast. But I want to know more about this lovely tasting. Oh my God, it's so good. Quad.
0: Okay, did you <laughs> like it? Cuatro patas. Yes. Yes, cuatro patas. patas is a is a, quadruple, a Belgian dark strong ale. Mm. As as we as, as I said, I love Belgian beers. I love Belgian beers. If I not get married wow. soon, Uh-oh. I will be I don't know singing as a monk. <laughs> <laughs> you will make Trappist. <laughs> yeah, you can start the first Trappist brewery in Medellin. Yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you what. When we go to Belgium next fall, you can join us, and then we'll see what we can all create together. Uh, okay. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes, but, but uh, it's true. I love Belgian beers. Uh, uh, and. This quad, this quadruple was uh, another challenge because of the ABB percentage, uh, the flavor. It's a very crazy thing in quads. So one day I decided with my brother, okay, let's go, come on, we need to brew this quadruple. So I designed a, a green grease. Uh, a process that I thought it was it, it was worked for for the for the beer so when we started to mass the, the grain weight was a, it was was so high so I need the help of my brother so four hands oh. four hands was mixing water and, and grain oh. that's the reason of the name Cuatro patas, okay. patas, okay. patas. That's a great story. It. it took four hands to stir. Four, months, four dog legs. love <laughs> it. <laughs> <laughs> it took For that much
2: legs. to stir the mash.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so that's the, the story of our quad. That's the story of Cuatro Patas. This is a, a, a gold medal winner in, in the Colombian Cup. So we're so proud of Cuatro Patas. I and see so why. It tastes
2: wonderful. The flavor is sp- like perfectly a quad, thank you, and really one of the better quads I've tasted in a long time. Ah, thank you. It's very
1: good. I always call them dangerous because they're so smooth and they're so good quads. and The Belgian beers, yeah. Okay, wow. yes.
2: Because it's yours is twelve percent ABV. Twelve percent. But when you drink it, it doesn't feel like it. There's yes. a little warmth. Yes. Not, but I wouldn't call it like, like some barrel-aged. people. Some people say hot when it's, um, I don't know if you're familiar with the term, but some people say hot in English when it tastes like whiskey, yes. that burn you get. Yes. But this doesn't have that burn. It has a nice, welcoming warmth. <laughs> and that's
0: a, a frequent answer about, about the beer, when we ask for it. When people drink it, hey, what about quadruple? What do you think? No, it was so smooth, it, ha- it hasn't 12% ABB. No, it has. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We, we, we try to control all the aspects in, on fermentation because fermentation, I think, is the, is the key for to obtain a, a very good beer with a high ABV. So if you get control, you, you won't have that kind of alcohol that burns your mouth. Yes. Right. So we try to do it with the Quad and Echicero too. See, because
1: Echicero is 9%. Uh, okay.
0: When you come, when you come to the United States,
2: we'll show you around Denver, and I have a brewer you need to meet. He's there. The brewery is Burns Family Artisan Ales, and Wayne Burns is. Uh, he he brews some of the highest ABV beers I've ever seen, like twenty to twenty-five percent. Here in Colombia, can't. <laughs> and he, but he brews the same way as you. It's like doesn't brew high ABV beers that burn they're, they're dangerous because they taste yeah. so good and they're so smooth and you would never know just drinking it until 5 minutes later when you can't stand up <laughs> uh,
0: yes people love that kind of beer I don't, the first time I was I was in doubt because ok 12% ABV people will drink it in I don't know, Yeah, but it was crazy people want more
1: <laughs> do you find uh, like that you get more like a lot of locals here a lot of tourists a mix what do you find with
0: it's a mix okay it's a mix I think it's 50-50 mm-hmm. but yeah, at the beginning in the pub the, the most of people the most of customers were locals now it's a mix so how would you describe to people Medellin's craft beer
2: scene? Like overall, is it, would you say it's very young and there's a lot of room to grow? Or is it mature, has it already grown a lot and it's not gonna get much bigger? Or how do you see it as a brewer, as a brewer
0: in Medellin? Do you think it's gonna just keep going? I think that in, in the craft beer world, and here in Medellin, people that like craft beer is is growing. Yeah. Uh, for example, with the with the events, with music or the the language exchange, people comes for music, not for beer, mm. or for the activity, but not for beer. But obviously, the 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 dog pictures. Are the tap and uh, the name of the beers people want to know more about it so that's a there's a chance to talk about it. so mm-hmm. the brewer the brewer becomes again a, as a teacher yep yeah so so I I I, I began to, to explain about beers we we give uh, the tries a little bit, try it, first smell it, then you can you can see the flavor, and I don't know that's a very good way to 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 teach the people about our beer. Yes, so people like beer is is growing here in Medellin, and there are a lot of range of, for example. Uh, we have young people, young professional people. Yeah? Maybe 25, 35, or 40 years mm-hmm. in this range. But we have, in a, in a, in a good time here, a pair of desks with a pair of tables with odd women. Like, uncles, I don't know. yeah, Uncles and aunts here enjoying craft beer. People of 50, 60 years. Yeah. And that was so good. Do
1: do you see a lot more older people compared to younger people? You were just saying there's a mix of them. But I know, like, and again, we keep comparing it to the States, but that's who the majority of our listeners are in the United States. And that's
2: what we know best. And that's what we know.
1: But in there, like, a lot of the younger, Younger people are not drinking as much beer. They're going towards seltzers and ciders and non-alcoholic options cocktails. and cocktails and trying to be like healthy. So they're kind of cutting beer out. So it's causing this shift in the craft beer scene in the United States. Do you see that here at all or? No,
0: you- no. I, I think here is, is, a, is a contradictory thing with young people. Young people are, are looking for for alcohol in fact, yes. Some people say, "Well, I, I I go to the to a tap room looking for beer. Beer has alcohol. I don't want uh, another thing. I don't know if 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 I if I am looking for a a beer with no uh, alcohol." Perhaps hops prefer water right yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. maybe it. all those people
1: that are now looking for the actual real craft beer should leave Provenza which is a crazy ass party scene like Vegas <laughs> <laughs> and come here instead yeah.
0: yes so uh, I know people here is is, is good with the uh, with the craft beer movement
1: yeah, that's interesting to hear that that's cool.
2: well and I think there's something about it's it's still kind of new here it's Really, only been a few years that craft beer has really taken off in Medellin, and so I think people get excited by that because it is something new. Yeah. And so when they when they hear of it, and start and you do things like teach people about it, I think people get excited about that. You know, at least a portion of people do. Yes. Not everybody, but
0: yes. People it's just fun. people is always look. People are always are always looking for something new in craft beer. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Of course, you can fall in love with a special beer, a Quattro cuatro patas, sol But when when you talk with people about a new beer, a new release, or um, or maybe an experiment, mm-hmm. people people come again. Hey, what about this new beer? People always is always looking for something new, and it results so excited for them.
1: Yeah. That's what we love about the breweries is you can talk to the beer tenders behind the bar and yeah. most times they're excited most times a lot of times they're also the owners and the brewers behind yeah. the bar. <laughs> but they're excited to talk about what they did and how it has an impact on like people's taste buds as well as the community. Yeah.
0: So. I that's the, That's the magical of, of crab beer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think if, I, I, I frequently said, I often said, if we if we if we could, if we could, every day we have a, we have a, a different deal. different view, because that's the way to, to I don't know how to say it,
1: to come together, to know
0: mm-hmm. something m- more romantic with people to keep it exciting and fresh and you can engage with like me, me. <laughs>
2: yeah because <laughs> oh, then you have something to share yes so like if you had the same six or seven beers all the time yes then after a while people would have nothing to ask you about the beer because they yeah. have tried it all and it's the same yeah I but said, when you have new ones it's fun and yeah. I'm sure that's fun for you because you obviously sound like you like a challenge and you like to create.
0: And it's always and so. to keep the, 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 I don't know how to say it in English, it's like the, the if, I, if I am front of a new building, of a new process, wow, I'm amazing with it, I, I, it's an amazing thing, I am learning new things.
1: I mean, you're learning the flavors and the aromas, and yes. the Process, of of even if you're not a beer like consumer nerd, if it's a new yeah. flavor that you've never had, yeah, you have, you're having a relationship with your beer. Yeah, <laughs> is that it? Yes. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and that's because I was about I was talking about engagement with people because because I, in a, in a funny way, I, I said, people, hey, when you drink a beer or of a brother. You are drinking a part of me, so a part of me is inside of you. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's a you got to be careful how you say that and who you say yeah, it. to. yeah, yeah, of course. We can do it in a funny way. <laughs> I, 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 I don't have problems with that. <laughs>
1: That's good. That should be the cheers on. I think That so. be the one we cheers on. We cheers yeah. to drinking a part of you. <laughs> cheers to... To having a relationship with your beer, and you, Yay. and your brother. Thank you. Cheers. <laughs> Cheers. And Duna. Oh, wait. And
0: Duna, of course.
1: Yes, see, si. Duna, of course. Wait, can we do the? How do you do it? Arriba. Oh. Uh, see. Si?
0: Arriba. arriba. Arriba.
1: Do you touch it? Tap it this whole way too. No, I think you uh, just. Uh, just uh, arriba, uh, abajo, abajo, al, al centro,
0: Alessandro, y para dentro. Y pa dentro. <laughs> <laughs> ah, very good.
1: See, si, it is It's all very good. You should just congratulate yourself and pat yourself on the back
0: Yes, you've done <laughs> a fantastic job.
1: Thank you very much for.
0: No, thanks to you. Thanks, to you. thanks to you, and I'm proud and I'm so glad to have uh, new friends. Uh, that's that's what we said you know, on on a brother. We don't have customers, we have friends. We have dogs that are part of a very good. Yeah. Yes, it's great. That's what we love
2: about craft beer. From the beginning, it was the beer is great and it's yes. fun but it's mostly a reason to meet new people and hang out together and have a good time. Absolutely, absolutely. A
1: part of me is inside of you. I freaking love the way he said yeah. that. <laughs> I think it was pretty cool. And, but, and like, the good
2: thing is he knew, he knew, he knew his English well enough that he knows that that's a little uh, funny little joke. Yeah, it was kind over. of cool. Though.
1: But that's like he talked Plan about words. like the, it's the soul of beer and the passion and all of his passion and his brother's passion mm-hmm. is involved in the beer. And that's how it is all across the globe. That's, again, another reason Mm -hmm. we say it a million times why we love the breweries. And this one is no different, especially like the ambiance of it. Mm -hmm. It's just this little tiny tap room because they brew at a different location. But it's this little tiny tap room that I think is smaller than some RVs, I swear, that is tucked away. Smaller than some RVs, for sure,
2: because some of them are massive. But but it's just
1: tucked away in this little corner of a parking lot right across from this loud touristy restaurant, Mm -hmm. but it's perfect to fit in the whole, um, it's called El Poblado district of Midian where everybody shows up. Um, but it's a perfect little spot and it's just,
2: Oh, it's a great little tap room, totally brewery vibe, but has its own flair of the local, the local vibe too. And yeah. And I think, you know, it's just a great ambiance there, but, um,
1: that was cool. It's a cool little place to go check out when you are in Midian. Oh, totally. Um, yeah. You you know it's what? one if you of our favorites make, there. If you want to make Old Brother a destination brewery, like, go for it. <laughs> <Check his> lights It's <laughs> a heck of a destination.
2: It is. It's a <laughs> great destination. And go for it. Um, yeah. But yeah, definitely one of my favorites there. And in, in no small part because it's, just, it's a cool spot and great beer. But just I really, we really connected. I I especially feel like I really connected with Julian and like just the passion that he has for beer and his just passion for life, too, and stuff. So yeah. I, I really connected the, and love the enthusiasm there.
1: That and I love I like the um, way he kind of brings in all people, locals, mm-hmm. expats, uh, beer lovers, non beer lovers, Digital because he, he's a teacher too, like a teacher. And so he's teaching people about mm-hmm. the beer and then like, yeah. Digital nomads, um, people who just work from anywhere, like all that stuff, people all come in. And that's another thing that was really cool is like doing that language meetup up there and just mm-hmm. learning how, like whether you're learning English or Spanish or Turkish or whatever, or whether yeah. you're speaking one language or five languages, the people that come together to try to communicate and to build a community is fantastic there. And I think it's really cool how he and the brewery and his brother and all that are taking advantage of the diverse array of people that are in the city
2: especially that area of Medellin. there's a lot of travelers coming through but he mixes everybody well with the local people that are there too so it's not just playing up to travelers only or playing up to locals only Right. So there's a lot of cool stuff like the language exchange going on.
1: Like wait, there's ooh. live
2: music. There's all kinds of cool stuff. Like but... it's
1: really cool. The funny thing that I had to laugh about though is the way that <laughs> like you, when you speak another language, it's hard to get some of the sounds out properly. Right, there's properly. just certain
2: things you always for, trip over. Yeah, for us, it's, when you're for first me, learning.
1: Actually, it's the double Rs with rolling the Rs. I'm like in Spanish, yeah. Carro versus (laughs) 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 Carro, But it's hilarious. So it wasn't just Julian. You heard it. He was trying to say, how do you say it? Brewery. 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 Um, So he got it down pretty good. But then we had another friend that we met and he was really trying. He's probably on our level of learning English as we are trying to learn Spanish.
2: Probably somewhere, yeah. He
1: definitely speaks more Spanish than English and we definitely uh, speak more English than Spanish, but we're trying. But he was trying to say, it was just kind of fun, brewery. And he's like, brew, his lips, you can't see me. Brewery. Brew, the lips are all coming out. And he's like, mm-hmm. brewery. And we met him, we hung out with him a few times. And every time that was his thing, he's like, how do I say it again? Brewery. <laughs> but he was really yeah, trying, and I love it.
2: It's funny, the little things you take for granted when, what a, like, your language is your language, you know? And you've spoke it your whole life, so little things like that saying brewery it's like no big deal yeah. but somebody else is like that's a really strange sound to say or also for um, spanish speakers learning english um, making a, a hard v sound like victory or something like that yeah. is like making that v sound is really weird because you're like scraping your teeth over your bottom lip and it's like it's hard it's hard yeah it's a it's but, a weird sound for somebody who doesn't have that sound it's just like you said same for us with certain with the soft sounds. v's or
1: the soft like the, the g's oh, yeah. and all that those soft ones mm-hmm. are really hard for us because we're so like and that sounds
2: like a b that's not quite a b it's yeah. still more of a v and and the double r's like you said rolling that's but that you know what i challenge. gotta
1: say most people though when you're in a different country with different languages most people seem to really appreciate that you're trying Mm -hmm. and so i love trying to speak the language and one day soon we will master not really spanish but at least hopefully (laughs) we can have some sort of a conversation via spanish and not so much broken spanish
2: yeah hopefully
1: that's the goal (laughs) duolingo keep going we'll
2: probably mess up a lot of tenses and uh calling hims hers and whatever and you know
1: mujer mejor
2: I'm not even going to go
1: there. Anyhow, maybe we should stop talking now and let everybody actually start learning Duolingo too. And we should get on Duolingo and start learning again too. It's time to do some Duolingo. I don't know. We really don't have an affiliate with them. We're just, that's what we're using to learn.
2: (laughs) Well, and before you do that, make sure you subscribe to the podcast or follow it, whatever the terminology is now to stick with the podcast. And if you could leave us a review, we would love that. Um, And if you want to, if you want to support the podcast, you can go to livingastoutlife.com slash podcast and buy us a beer.
1: Please do that. We love beer. Yeah. Okay. That's it.
2: Adios, amigos. Ciao.
1: Ciao. That's what they say in Colombia. Ciao, mama. Salud. Ah, salud. Peace out. I don't know how to say that in Spanish. We'd love to hear from you, so keep the conversation going. Send us a note, share a beer recommendation or two, or just say hey. This Stout Conversation has been brought to you by livingastoutlife.com, where you can find community and resources for all your craft beer travel and adventure lifestyle needs.